Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? Welcome to the Keeping It Real Frank podcast. I know it was called Keeping It Frank, but I had to add the real in it because somebody already got a podcast called Keeping It Frank. So me being real, I just added the real to it. And shout out to everybody that listened to last week. Uh, this is a podcast that I'll be airing every Friday around 3.30, 4 o'clock. Um, if this is your first time listening to Keep It Frank, let me just give you a little background about my show. Basically, Keeping It Frank podcast will be me telling you about five songs that's been on my playlist for the week, the five songs that stood out to me. And it's usually rap songs. Uh, I give you the five songs, make a playlist with the song, and I give you insights on why you should choose to listen to the songs and why I like the songs. Also, from time to time, I definitely will be talking about sports, usually NBA and NFL. Right now with the pandemic, it's not a lot of sports topics that I could talk on. But at the end, after I share my five songs, I'm definitely going to talk about that Michael Jordan documentary. I feel like it was like mad. It was done mad good, like a hell of a show. And I feel like it gave us insights to one of the greatest basketball players to ever live. So I'm definitely going to touch on that. And the reason I um blend uh, the five songs, hip-hop songs, and the NBA and the NFL together because I feel like every athlete want to be a rapper and every rapper want to be an uh, af- uh, athlete. So with that being said, let's just get into it. Now, number five song. Now, this is a song by this young kid. His name is Lil Mosley. He's going to come up. It's called Blueberry Favor. I'm going to just give you a little snippet of it. All right, all right, all right, all right. That was a little Mosley, Blueberry Fago. I like it because it's a party vibe. It's a young dude with like a cool little flow. I feel like he's not trying to force nothing on the track. I like the hook. It's a real catchy hook. Like you'll catch yourself after the second or third time listening to it, being able to catch the hook and vibing out with it. Um, I honestly like any young dude that's doing his thing. He only 18. And he putting on for a city from Seattle to Northwest. I really don't know, like, a lot of rappers from over there. So he representing that. And I feel like it's a cool little song, man. Um, if you give it a listen to, I definitely know that a lot of people will like it. And about, I feel like Lil Mosley, if he put in the work, he definitely could be, like, he could stick around or whatever because he's not copying a lot of people's styles. Yeah, he's doing a melodic thing. Everybody's doing a melodic thing. But I feel like his style is unique and he'll stand up. He'll stand out from everybody else. So that was number five. If you haven't heard, listen to Blueberry Fago. It's on all the streaming platforms. That brings me to moving right along to the number four, four song I've been bumping this week. It's Future, posted with them demons. I'm going to play you a little snippet of this. All right, all right. 
Future just dropped an album last week called High Off Life. I like the song because the beat is fire, honestly. Future is always one of those artists that he has like dope beats and catchy hooks. I feel like this song is basically Future in his bag, you know, talking his shit, being on this fly, smooth talking, you know. Throughout the song, if you listen to it, you can hear Future brag about his lifestyle and how he's fresh off the block, posted with demons. Now he got like a better lifestyle, I'm guessing. Uh, Future always been the guy that like, you know, talked about like his flamboyant lifestyle. You know, he known for having like some of the baddest chicks in the game. And I feel like this song is just him in his bag. But honestly, when you hear the song, you definitely can hear the pain that he went through to get where he's at right now. That's another reason I really rock with the song. A lot of people could relate to that. And I feel like if you're an artist and you got re- and people can relate to you, they're definitely going to, you know, be more supportive of your music and kind of connect with it more. Um, yeah, that was the number four joint, Future Posted With Demons. You could also get that on a lot of um, on all the streaming platforms. Whether it's Apple, Spotify, whatever, YouTube, whatever you get, whatever you get your music from, but that was that was number four. Future posted with demons. That's definitely a banger. I've been bumping this week. Moving right along to number three, my boy, my young boy from Brooklyn. He been putting in work for a minute, man, and I feel like if he keep putting in his work, he could be one of the best. But the number four, the number three song that I've been bumping is Chef G. It's called Moody. I'm gonna play you a little snippet of that. Oh shit, solid and new shit. I bet you already knew this. Look, 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 look. look. Trying to beat better. Yeah, my old shit, solid and new shit. I bet you already knew this. Look, bitches are rockers the cool it. I play with numbers like I was a pool stick. Look, don't fuck around, we get moody. Don't fuck around, we get moody. Look, don't fuck around, we get moody. Shots in direction like we making movies. Look. All right, that's the number three song, Chef G Moody. The song stood out to me because it's like a little cool vibe. The Brooklyn rapper just talking about how they, how they, how they new shit sound like his old shit. Basically saying like he ahead of the game. Um, I just like young, like young rappers that just got their own style. He definitely got his own style. He's not really melodic. He's more like versatile when it comes to like switching up his flow and things like that. And I just feel like this song represents like him saying like, yo, y'all new shit sound like my old shit. He in his bag. He talking his talk. And like nothing sounds like that, honestly. He's just a young kid from Brooklyn doing this thing. And I'm not going to lie. Like every time I hear this track, I get hyped because I just like different styles and different methods when it comes to this rap game. And I feel like if he put in the work, he definitely going to be one of those dudes that's just always going to be around. So that brings me to the number two, moving right along, bring me to the number two song on my playlist. It's The Baby featuring Rowdy Rich. This song is called Rockstar. I'm going to give you a little snippet of that. Uh, like, how you pull up, baby? How you pull up? Yeah, man, that's the number two song on Keeping It Frank, Keeping It Real Frank playlist. It's called 
Rockstar by the Baby featuring Rowdy Rich. I definitely been vibing with this song all week. I feel like the Baby is one of those rappers that can flow on versatile beats. Um, he's just not like one sided, real animated on the beat. But this song is like very. I feel like he's just. He took his time with this song, you could tell. And to add Rowdy Rich to the song, I feel like it was a perfect fit because I feel like his style and his flow and his melody goes perfect with the song. Basically, the song, whoever was, whoever A and R this song, it was set up to be a hit. It was set up. It was it was set up to be a smash. Um, something that stood out to me definitely during listening to the song is the baby opening up about killing somebody in front of his daughter before the age of two, and it's like, damn, that's what rap is really missing. Even though that was like a tragedy, a tragedy, and it's sad that that had to happen in front of his daughter. He's telling you his truth, and he's being and, and it's facts. It's not like fabricated. You could tell that he's telling the truth. You could look that up. That really happened. And I just feel like for the baby being honest and willing to, and being willing to open up to the public and his fans, I feel like more people is definitely gonna respect him, and more people gonna connect. With that song again, that's my number two song, "The Baby" featuring Rowdy Rich. It's called Rockstar. Check that out on YouTube, Apple Music, Title, Spotify, wherever you get your music from. So that brings me to my number one song that stood out on my playlist. It's Drake featuring Five Year Four and the Salsa Geekin. It's called Demon. Let me play you a little snippet of that. Sosa, viral, movie. I'm in this bitch with the Wooski. Ball in the summer like Julie. Champagne got me loopy. Glizzy Bob looking groovy. All the demons looking moody. All the demons looking moody. Skirt round there in your ends. Host outside on 10. Not like them. Make man lean out bends. That's how men get blamed. You and your friends. Yo, 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 yo. I got it chill. I got it. Yo, Drake was in his bag on this one. I'm not gonna lie. Listen, shout out to Drake. And Fabio and Sosa Geek, and that's the number one song on Keeping It Real Frank podcast. It's called Demons. Okay, I can't lie. This song grew on me. When I first heard it, I was like, damn, it kind of sounded like Drake trying to be like the young Brooklyn dudes and take that Brooklyn drill. But Drake been doing it, you know? He been doing a little, like, Drake's style is definitely, he's he's the most versatile rapper in the game right now. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to hold you. That's my opinion. But I feel like Drake tapped into his inner Brooklyn on this. And, um... I just feel like his style is so unique because you don't listen to every 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 Drake song sounds different, and I feel like with this song, it's definitely a party vibe. It's definitely the type of vibe to get you hype, and I feel like when it's like an up and coming rapper or up and coming rapping like sound and stuff like that, and Drake kind of put them up, kind of put them on a song, just like what he did with the Migos with Versace, they definitely gonna blow up. I think that's good for Brooklyn. I think that's good for Fabio and Sosa's career because they known for like being one of the top drill rappers in um in Brooklyn. And trust me, if Drake co-signs a rapper, they only going up from there. So I just love the energy of the track. Again, that was Drake featuring Fabio. It's called Demons. You could definitely look on you could definitely listen to that on all streaming platforms, whether it's Apple Music, Title, Spotify, YouTube, whatever the case may be. Now, that was my top five songs of the week. We're going to switch it over to talk a little bit about the Jordan documentary. I watched this documentary on ESPN for like the last four weeks, and it was just incredible just being able to relive those moments because I was very young when Jordan won his second three-peat. I was born in 92. 
I caught a couple games, really didn't really understand the game like that. So for the ESPN to be like airing that and showing the documentary, you get to see like the work Jordan put in and how things transpired throughout the season and, you know, his beef with former teammates and coaching switching and just the mentality. You could tell that Kobe really, shout out RIP to Kobe, you know, you could tell that Kobe really looked up to Jordan just off Jordan's work ethic. I see a lot of Kobe and Jordan, and I used to look like, dang, Kobe really be getting it in. Then when you see, like, the originator, Michael Jordan, you like, oh, okay, it makes sense. So um, what did I take away from the, docu- the, the uh, documentary? I took away that if you want to be great, you got to put in the work. Nothing's going to come easy. If you if you want to win championships, championships could be like a metaphor. If you want that new job, you got to put in the work. If you want to lose weight, you got to put in the work. If you want to switch up your lifestyle, you got to put in the work. Nothing's just going to happen overnight without you putting in that work to get to that ultimate goal that you want to reach. Um, What does Michael Jordan mean to me? He just represents, like, the ultimate champion. Because, like, you could tell that he just left it all on the court. He was willing to die to win those games, to win those championships, to to go against like he it just the documentary showed like how in the beginning of his career he struggled with the bad boy Pistons Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambert and those boys. You it just showed like the willingness. He never gave up. He wasn't soft. He took his losses like a man. He went back to the gym and he worked until he until he was able to like overcome all those obstacles. I feel like people respect Michael Jordan because of his work ethic. And I feel like you can just relate that to any person because the more work you put in, the better the outcome would be. I feel like with Michael Jordan, he just showed like the ultimate warrior and ultimate heart. And I feel like sometimes in this era, whether it's rap, whether it's basketball, football, whatever, sometimes I feel like people are too soft. I don't know if Michael Jordan could have made it in this era because he was just, he just expected everyone around him to put in the work that he put in to become great. And I just feel like that Jordan documentary was definitely inspiring. And I took, what I took away from it is I need to work harder and I need to do my thing. So with that being said, that's this week of keeping it real frank. I'm out and remember that always, always keep it real frank. Peace.